morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. It is hump day. Yeah, and it is fed day as well. We're all waiting. What kind of lies and half-truths is Jay Powell going to tell us today? I just can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm sure we're going to hear that uh, the economy's wonderful and, and inflation is it's gonna peak you know it's it, it's gonna but we're gonna we're gonna be tough I, 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 I'm a, that's what I imagine uh, I think the tough guy act lasts for oh I don't know about six more weeks and then it's all over but you know to Jason's point, Maybe we get to the end of the year. I just doubt it. 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to everybody, wherever you're listening, all our podcasters, our YouTubers. Subscribe, share it, do all that stuff because people need to know what is coming. And it is Hey, listen, you know that light, you know the poltergeist, right? Don't go to the light. Yeah, that light's a locomotive getting ready to run everybody over. Uh, that's just the that's just the long and the short of it. We, we've been warning you for, matter of fact, going on almost two years now about the Fed being backed into this corner here where they've got inflation raging, yet they don't have the tools to fight it because if they want to fight it, Jason, they caused the, the, the next Great Depression, and, and I don't think, no matter what they do, I think that's where we're headed. Yeah, rough times are definitely ahead. It's, it's, uh, you, you see the uh, symptoms all over the place. You just talk to anybody and ask them questions, and it's, uh, you know, I don't hear a lot of uh, positive news about, hey, how's your job situation, or how's your small business, or you know, how, how, uh, how are you able to, buy, you know, how, how's buying your groceries and buying gas uh, these days? It's, it's all bad news. And, uh, Joe, we just don't know how it's, how it's going to move in the next couple of years. We don't know exactly. We know it's going to be bad. We just don't know which direction and when, do we? Yeah, exactly. So a couple of announcements. The Biden administration must be tuning in. Uh, I, I, I warned everybody about the strategic oil reserve. Hey, listen, we're pulling five to seven million barrels a week out of that puppy. It's supposed to, that's supposed to end in September. Uh, the Biden administration has now extended it to into October, uh, so we're going to lose another 20 million barrels of crude oil. But, Jason, we had oil inventory reports both from the government and private sectors, and guess what? Big drawdowns in crude, drawdowns in gasoline. Gasoline got a little cheaper, Jason. The demand picked up. Prices back on the rise. Just that simple. Yeah, I think we'll keep seeing that and, and, until uh, some of these big changes happen, Joe. Like you, you talk about demand destruction. If people just can't afford to drive anywhere, then maybe yeah. the prices will come back. But that'll be the only thing they, that can They're, really they're clueless. Back. I'm telling you, they have no idea how big the demand destruction needs to be. That little bit that we had for a few, that's not going to do it. Uh, and again, uh, how much longer can we keep? Uh, supplying this oil out of the strategic oil reserve. I mean, we, we, this was supposed to be like for war, right? Uh, if, if all of a sudden there was this huge, uh, economic crisis here at home, i.e., uh, the wrong hurricane comes and hits at the wrong place, we could tap this. This was an emergency, uh, thing for us. Uh, and now, of course, uh, we created this ridiculous war and now the things uh, got to be bone dry, and, and we're running out of tricks. And here's the problem. 
the amount, the ability to produce more crude oil down the road is very minimal. That's the problem. They have starved the oil industry of the monies needed to drill. And, it, and, and again, remember what we said, who was it, Halliburton, said, hey, even if you want to drill, yeah, we don't got enough stuff for you. That's what they said. Matter of fact, they said, we're not, we're done with nobody, no new guy can come and say, hey, I want to put a well in, whether it's natural gas or crude, and I want to do it this year. Halliburton said, yeah, don't, no, sorry. Uh, we're already booked. Whatever we can make, the piping and this and that, uh, we'll get to you sometime in 2023. Uh, so this is why I said this problem is not going away. Oil prices are not going back down to 20 30 $40 a barrel. It's not going to happen. Uh, we had uh, earnings out from Microsoft, Google, uh, a whole bunch of other, and all of them were bad. Microsoft missed top and bottom line. Google missed top and bottom line. Now they're up right now because they're still saying, "Ah, you know what? We uh, we're going to make it up. We're going to make it up in the second half." Uh, don't be fooled by any of it. Uh, but then, big news. This is important news. So all that aside. By the way, Russia confirmed. Germany confirmed. Uh, they the gas has absolutely been cut. Uh, and just immediately this morning. Uh, Germany's chemical giant BASF said that they planned uh, to keep operating with skyrocketing natural gas prices. Is now saying, you know what? No, we're not. It's costing too much money. Just now, think about this. This is one company. They said they had to spend 800 million euros more to keep its plants operating. Just in the second quarter, this recent new spike in, in natural gas prices. Natural gas prices now 10 times what they used to be. Uh, they are reducing production at all their facilities that require large uh, volumes of natural gas, such as ammonia plants. And obviously, guys, uh, what that means for all of us, that's fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah, hey, thought the fertilizer shortage in 2022 was bad. Wait till you see what happens in 2023. But don't worry, it's going to be fine, Jason. Economy's great, there's no inflation. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Listen, I'm just telling you right now, buy every ounce of gold you can. Buy every ounce of gold you possibly can and with the rest of that money that you're not buying gold with call my son and do it now because that's how long it takes to get ready uh there's a big big crash coming joey's number 602-909-9048 let me explain this is not just fertilizer that we're talking about here okay so this is how big of a problem this this is with BASF. So not only fertilizer, uh, this is a key component to plastic making. So think about everything you use day in and day out with plastic in it, right? It, it's endless, right? It's endless. Uh, not done. You know that 
Uh, remember, Jason, you brought this to life, that diesel exhaust fluid? Yep. Guess what, guys? That's this. This is what we're talking about. Diesel exhaust fluid. Yeah, get ready for diesel to be even more expensive. And then last but not least, a byproduct of it. So think about this. They, they make this ammonium. Okay, and, and it's used, like we said, for fertilizers, plastics, diesel exhaust fluid. The byproduct of that is this uh, high-purity carbon dioxide, which is heavily, heavily used in the food industry. So all that food you see on the grocery stores, uh, this byproduct is in almost everything. Now, think about this. This also just means what? Well, if BASF can't produce it in Europe, that means all of these companies that use their supply are now on the open market looking to buy it from anybody. And what do you think suppliers are going to do? Oh, wait, you're going to pay how much? I'm going to sell it to you. Right? And, and, And again, this is going to keep driving prices so much higher. People have no idea of what really is coming. And and the Fed is asleep. Wall Street's asleep. We've seen them sleep before. We saw it in 07. We saw it in 08. Heck, we saw it in 05 and 06. These guys are absolutely clueless. Whether it's on purpose or or by design is irrelevant. I, I agree, Joe. I, I've always been of the opinion that they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, I, I don't think transitory was an accident. I think transitory was the plan. I think they know where things are going. I, I was looking at this this morning, uh, a June survey, so a couple of months, you know, last month, of inflation expectations from the New York Federal Reserve suggests that price hikes aren't over yet. The group predicts that by June 2023, the prices will lay on their little interest, uh, you know, the, the inflation rate. It'll be 6.8 in June 2023. That's their prediction, which to me means they can't have 0% uh, interest. They can't be back to zero by June of next year. If, if This is the New York Fed saying this. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, they're caught. Please understand this. There's no – I wish there was a good answer. I wish that, hey, Jay Powell, just raise rates hard. Like right now, interest rates, we're talking – we're, we're thinking it's three-quarters of a point. <laughs> Craziness, one point. Jason, they should be raising it probably by two or three. Your your, fa- your favorite stock guy, Jim Cramer, I, I saw, uh, it was about a couple of weeks ago, he was like, I wish the Fed would just raise it all at once and just get this over with. <laughs> That's what he was saying, just just hit 3%, just just hit the thing once and be done with this. You Because, know, of course, he wants this to be over. He wants the stocks to go up, right, Joe? Right, and well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Six months ago, the, the Jim Cramer was telling you not to worry about inflation. And, and of course, uh, the realities are uh, inflation is here, and, and it's not going away, and there's no easy answer. Uh, and, and, again, I, I just look at what the effects of what is happening right now have going in, not only for the rest of this year, but going into next year. This is this is huge uh you know i broke it you know last week i was telling you about the well, it was i guess i think it was earlier this week but or, or late last week about ranchers selling off their herds 
because the ranchers, you know, they they're, they're not dumb. They grow their own, uh, you know, hay and alfalfa and, and their grasses for their cows to eat, and it's just been burning up in in, in the pastures. Uh, and a big uh, Michael Snyder finally picked up on it and wrote this huge article oh, yeah. about the decimation of our cattle herds yep. in 2022 and saying that the long-term size of the U.S. cattle herd it may be the smallest since they've been keeping record in serious implications to be able to feed ourselves from 2023 and beyond. This is big. This is people don't get it. Joe, I mentioned Russia when they when they, when the wall came down and they had to join the world monetary system fully, and, and they their cattle herds were decimated, and, and to this day have never really recovered. So I think there's a blueprint for it. I mean, you're, you're, it's funny. Your favorite person, uh, Janet Yellen, it was yesterday, a couple of days ago. She she just said, "Oh uh, yeah, it was it was a mistake to use the word transitory. That was a word we shouldn't have used." <laughs> she actually said that, Joe. So, you know, you I admit they're wrong. We're, I guess once in a while. About, right. I want people to understand ranchers in Texas selling cattle by the thousands. Yep. Uh, Decatur livestock market. This is where they go to the slaughterhouse said that trucks are stacked a mile long in every direction. This is, this is how big this situation is. And think about how high cattle prices and beef prices are now. And all this supply coming to the market, and, and they're saying, wait till 2023 when there's no supply coming to the market because everybody sold their herds off. Well, they they, they want everyone to eat less red meat in their new world system, Joe. So uh, maybe it's not because it's uh, for health reasons or or some agenda. Maybe it's uh, well, there's not going to be enough red meat. So let's just tell them they don't they shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> yeah, well, get your hey. I hope you got a lot of crickets, maybe some bugs. You may want to uh, start uh, stop calling the exterminator, right? Because you may be eating those things uh, to stay alive here. Chipotle Mexican Grill announced uh, yesterday. They're hiking prices another 4% in August. It just doesn't seem uh, to be ending here anytime soon. And, and Jason, this, this news out of BASF today, uh, hugely important. Uh, Germany's ministers were out uh, begging Siemens to please fix these turbines. Uh, Siemens has responded with, hey, we're not doing it, right? We don't care, uh, you know, uh, Trudeau, they don't, uh, they, they want to get rid of fertilizers anyway. Yeah, that's not a good idea. You know, you gotta, uh, crops need food and water. <laughs> I don't, and I don't like chemical fertilizers, but, uh, there's a lot of people that need to be fed. So I did, you know, once again, Joe, the, uh, the shortage of energy, uh, unfortunately is a shortage of food is, is what's coming. So I think they're, I think they're, the world system is trying to, uh, get people used to the idea joe but it, uh, you know it's one of those things you, you don't listen to patriot trading news hour regularly you, you know, it's going to catch a lot of people by surprise joe when, when suddenly it's yeah, like and they get empty scared shelves and they're, oh 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 double it's so sad i can't listen i i i want to hear good things listen here's good things if you're prepared if you're prepared when the when the crash is over you're going to be able to do 
really good things. Think about, I know a lot of us would love to go back to the housing crash and the financial bubble. Man, I wish I had, I, I would have I bought two or three houses. I would have bought as many houses as the bank would have gave me the money for, right? Get your gold put away. Have your other assets protected. Do not leave your money in the bank. I'm waiting till the next the next segment after the end of this one here, the, the bottom of the hour here, we're going to talk about Credit Suisse and their horrendous earnings. Uh, we're also going to talk about how bad was J.P. Morgan's balance sheet. Remember, J.P. Morgan, uh, they were they did the worst. They were the worst bank in the stress test. Uh, they had to stop. Uh, buying their own stock back after their earnings two weeks ago. Uh, we're going to delve into that as well. I promise you this, the last place you want your money, you got to have enough money in the bank to pay your bills, but you don't want to be sitting there with hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank because you're like, well, you know, well, I don't know what else to do, right? I don't want to put it in the stock market because I, I think it's going to go down. That's when you, why would you call my son. He's going to help you do that. He's going to make sure that doesn't happen, right? Put it into gold. Well, I already got gold. You need more. You're going to be able. You want the good news? That's the good news. On the other side of this, if you've done the right thing now, you're going to be able to take advantage, Jason, because it's not like, listen, the world's not going to come to an end, I don't think. (laughs) Right? I don't think. Right? After this crash, there's going to be opportunity. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's interesting you say end of the world, Joe. I, uh, just as a side note, I, uh, uh, I I did a little search. I was actually I searched uh, one of one of these Google search engines, YouTube and whatnot. I searched the world is not coming to an end. That's what I was looking for. I even I even put the search not the world is not coming to an end. Not it would not give me one single piece, one single. Anything or anybody that that, that uh, did a piece on the world's not coming to an end, boy, they 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 want everyone scared, Joe. And, and, and you're right; people get a little worried when they hear the show, Joe, and they hear all the bad news. But it's not really bad news; it's just information to get you prepared. It's, it's actually good news. You feel like, well, hey, I actually learned this it stuff ahead of it. News. Everybody here should be thinking this is good news. At least I can prepare. The world is because not coming to what? an end. It's not coming they're, to an they're, end. They're, they're, they're not talking about BASF on the stock channel this morning because they don't want to. They want to talk about uh, Jay Powell and rate hikes. If, if the world is here's the thing, if you're the Federal Reserve, if you're one of these power brokers, these these big controllers, if the world's coming to an end. Or they feed that information into the news cycle, and everybody's running around wondering when the world's going to end or when this is going to end. I always hear people, when's thing? Nothing really comes to an end, Joe. The business cycle is the business cycle. There's booms and there's busts, and the guy, those guys at the top benefit the most. We're going through a major one, and these guys are scrambling to keep control at the one. end of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be the Look, biggest one in our lifetimes. Re- remember what the housing market guys just said. Think about what Polte just said. Hey, we're just going to stop building got to stop building. We got too many. Nobody wants them. BASF. Hey, you know what? We spent almost a billion extra dollars. And here's the problem. So this was second quarter. Right now, based on where the natural gas prices are in Europe today, 
it would cost them over two billion extra dollars. Uh, so that's why they came out and said, "Hey, we're just cutting back. We're not, we can't do. We can't operate these plants and, and make money uh, with the energy cost this high." Ranchers selling off herds by the thousands because they can't feed them. Right, the the corn crops and the soybean crops to be determined. Right now, uh, things aren't looking so hot. Right, which means even more pressures. Uh, we're we're seeing countries all, and again, they're doing a great job. Like they're not showing you what's happening in Panama. They're not showing you. Well, you know, I, they showed Sri Lanka for a little bit, but they, believe me. Uh, Lebanon right now, back into another major crisis, just like we, we've warned about. Uh, how about this? Facebook employees are saying that they're getting ready uh, for 10% of the company to be laid off. Uh, Microsoft, after their, their earnings last night, said we've stopped hiring, right? J- Jason, hello. Is anybody paying attention? 800 951 0592 800-951-0592 Gold's unchanged uh, 1718 uh, We'll wait uh, This afternoon uh, All prices are To be determined uh, After the Fed announcement uh, The Silver's actually up a little bit here Up about 5 cents uh, 1855 uh, but but we need to talk banks. We need to talk banks. Credit Suisse came out today. Man, it was bad. Uh, they they posted a net loss of almost one point six six billion dollars. Uh, the immediate resignation of their CEO. Uh, Credit Suisse uh, says it's going to ramp up if it, its efforts to op- overhaul the group's structure in, in the wake of mounting losses. And again, think about this. These losses aren't stopping. Look at what European companies are dealing with right now. Uh, there, there's speculation now that Credit Suisse may actually have to raise capital or sell itself in order to prevent... Uh, a, a Lehman type event. Uh, of course, they were out on TV denying this. Remember, I'm going to go back to JP or uh, to Bear Stearns. Two weeks before they went under, their CEO was on TV denying everything, telling us how great their balance sheet was. Listen, none of these banks' balance sheets are that good. None of them, because they're all based on a lie. Right, they're all based on a lie that the Federal Reserve can somehow get in, uh, inflation to come down by raising interest rates to two or three percent. That that's not happening. To Jason's point, the people that think that maybe, hey, if the Fed gets into the high sixes, maybe they could get inflation to come down. Think about that. Where where do you think we would be right now? Could you imagine, Jason, uh, a Fed's funds rate of of six and a half or seven percent? People having to pay ten percent on a mortgage, right? And, and what that would do? How many of these zombie companies would have to go out of business because they can't refi their debt? Yeah, Joe. I, I really think that's very possible, Joe. I, 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 you know, we don't know how really bad it is, and it seems like all the weird things are going on. I mean, I, 
if we have a deflationary crash type of situation, uh, it makes a lot of sense to take the energy supply down so that they can have an artificially, you know, let, let's face it, they have a lot of big corporate buddies. You have a lot of big, lot of big oil companies. they got to take care of some of these guys, right? So if they know they're going to sell a whole lot less oil with massive demand destruction worldwide, you know, people in China might not drive as much. People in America might not drive as much. But you don't want to sell it for $20 a barrel or $40 a barrel, right? If you're going to sell less oil, you want $100 a barrel, $200 a barrel. So to me, Joe, it, it very likely could be that the supply of energy is being squeezed so that when they sell less of it, they still get a better profit, Joe. That's that's what it looks like. Yeah, but here's the problem. Eventually, to get to the demand destruction they need, you got to take companies out. of Like BASF has to say, we can't operate. Now it's so high, forget about forget about paying four dollars five dollars six dollars right we we cannot open the plant today because energy costs are so high you know look at pulte pulte homes already saying dude you know what dude we're at one and a half percent let me remind we're at one and a half percent fed funds rate and, and and Pulte Homes is saying, hey, everybody's canceling their contracts. Nobody's buying. We're going to stop building houses. That's what they said. What happens at, at 2 3 4%? How about this? J.P. Morgan. We talked about them earlier when they had earnings a few weeks ago. And Jamie Dimon came out on TV all upset saying his bank's balance sheet is a fortress. Well, guess what? Freedom of Information Act request by uh, Wall Street on Parade, the Martins. We got the stress test results. Let me break it down for you. J.P. Morgan now has $3.95 trillion in quote-unquote assets. I want to remind everybody, your $250,000 FDIC insurance, which basically is about uh, as useful as the toilet paper used to wipe your backside. Uh, I think they've got like $130 billion total. J.P. Morgan's got $3.95 trillion in assets, most of those being what? I.E. deposits. Secondly, they have derivatives on their balance sheet. Of almost what I think fifty-five or sixty trillion. So let's add it all together. Somewhere between sixty and sixty-five trillion dollars. By the way, that's sixty-five percent higher than at the end of twenty sixteen. Like I said, they've made these banks more dangerous, making the situation even worse. The Martin said that the bank has already admitted to five criminal felony counts over the last eight years. Guess what J.B. Diamond got for that? Oh, he got a $50 million bonus. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, were you ripping people off, committing felonies? Oh, congratulations. Right? Uh, the National Information Center. Uh, this is a repository of bank data at the Federal Reserve. The Federal Financial Institute's Examination Council, if you can uh, say that all together. It was created by federal uh, legislation to get uniformity in bank reporting. So, hey, you guys are using all this different terminology. Uh, bank of America uses this. B B uh, Wells Fargo uses that. 
Uh, J.P. Morgan uses something else. Credit Suisse calls it something else. Everyone's got to call everything the same thing. That's what that means. In that data, each year, banks have to provide, there's 12 categories of systemic risk. Okay, It's called the Systemic Risk Report. It's an FRY15. That is the form that these banks are required to fill out notifying the Federal Reserve of their systemic risk. Now, I think that shouldn't the Federal Reserve know that without these reports? And, of course, why would the banks be allowed to create their own reports, right? But, you know, hey, whatever. Having said that, of these 12 categories, J.P. Morgan ranks as the most riskiest bank in eight of the 12 different categories, Jason. Eight of the 12, including all of the categories that led to the financial crisis. Yeah, well, I mean, look at that. I mean, uh, uh, what, what else... What else? What else is there, Joe? I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at what you're saying, and I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm looking at my own stuff, trying to back up what you're saying. It's like it all just leads to the same place. I, I, sometimes it feels like we're beating a, a, a drum too hard, but sometimes it seems like we're not beating it loud enough. I guess, right, Joe? So sometimes you get both feelings, don't you? Yeah, Credit Suisse was freaking out about a 1.6 billion dollar loss. J, J, uh, J.P. Morgan's got hundreds of billions in losses. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Bonds are down today. I can't. Wow. I mean, they're going to Everybody knows they're raising. Uh, 277. So, Jason, it has hardly moved since we had that huge flood of people trying to find protection from what they think is coming uh, and that continues, but we're talking about bank risk. Credit Suisse lost $1.6 billion, and now they're saying, hey, they're denying it, but reporters, financial analysts are saying that Credit Suisse either needs to raise capital or get bought out or get gobbled up. Uh, their balance sheet isn't strong enough to take it. And right now I'm reading from Wall Street on Parade, the Martins, and we have the results of the stress test of J.P. Morgan. Now, a couple of things I want to point out because of this risk, and it's important. You need to understand why it is, I'm telling you, don't have that money in the bank. It's risky. This is why Apple and Microsoft, they don't leave their money in the bank. They're not dumb. That's risky. Let me explain to you. Dodd-Frank, that great piece of legislation, by the way, the only thing great about it was it put all the onus on on the depositors. That's what it did. Uh, You guys will remember the -the over-the-counter derivatives. That's what blew up uh, the market, right, when uh, one of the banks was running out of liquidity. Nobody would loan the bank any money. So the bank said, okay, we're going to sell some of these derivatives that never trade. And then they found out they were only worth 50 cents on And all of a sudden, that made uh, Lehman Brothers insolvent. That made Bear Stearns insolvent. 
According to J.P. Morgan's own reports, it has the largest over-the-counter derivative exposure. Ready for this? $44.38 trillion. Excuse me? $44 trillion? A 10% haircut would cost the bank over $4 trillion. Basically wipe it out. Right, it only has assets of $3.95 trillion. This is what we're talking about. Now, in Dodd-Frank, there was a law passed that said, hey, no, we're not going to let that happen anymore. You need to, to trade these things so we can make sure you're being uh, fair and honest about what they're actually worth. Well, guess what? The bank said, oh, sure, okay, we'll do it. As of March 31st of 2022, now think about this. That was probably, Jason, wouldn't you say that was probably real close to the end of the great times? Yeah, that sounds about right. March of this year. Yeah, right. This is when, right, the Fed finally stopped uh, adding to its balance sheet and raised rates to a quarter of a percent. So that was the end of the good times. Let me, let me just give you some uh, horrible perspective on what was happening. Only 43.4% of the bank's derivatives were centrally being cleared, which meant they aren't showing the other 57%. Now, why would a bank not show it? If it was obviously worth the paper it was printed on, by all means they would have cleared it, Jason, right? It's obvious they don't want it to go because they're like, oh, 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 I don't know, that one may not be what it's worth. And then all of a sudden we got a problem, don't we? Yep. Yeah, the problem's getting worse, Joe. <laughs> it's getting worse. So, uh, man, uh, it's, it's not going to get better soon. And, and I, there's more and more stuff, Joe. I mean, I like talking about the inflation the most because I think this is a problem they can't solve. I, I, I think they have to – it's very likely, Joe, that you know, and, and we have a little difference of opinion sometimes And because I don't think anyone knows for sure how bad the, the problem is. I, I remember watching the, the big short when they go into the ratings agency and also they go and they actually talk to the uh, to the real slick Asian guy that's uh, talking about how he's uh, really 20 to 1 leveraged. When they start to figure out how bad it is, I, how bad is it? I, mean, I don't think anyone really knows, Joe, but – I remember in December of 2020, Joe, uh, before the coronavirus blew through, right? Japan and China started selling U.S. Treasuries, tons of them. Japan, for the first time, was like a net seller for a, for a you know for a major net seller uh, in their history, and, and and China started liquidating. And now they, they've since 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 all that money printing, Joe, and all the all the finagling they did in 2020 because of so uh, supposedly because of coronavirus, they, they started buying some back. But guess what they started doing? Earlier this year, Joe. Oh, China's selling them like crazy. They're they're a hundred billion down, and uh, Japan is a hundred billion down from one point three trillion down to one point two, and and China's below a trillion dollars now, and that's what really was a part of you know that was a, that was kind of like the the the, the dam breaking, after all of the uh, the repo stuff was happening in September October. It's like it's it's, Listen, it's, they, I, it's I, getting I, ready I to happen. Point, table set. Yeah, I, I, I want to point out one thing: they can fix inflation. That's not true that they can't. They can absolutely fix it. Listen, just have interest rates be uh, 8% today. Just move them to 8%. Inflation will be fixed. Believe me, it will be fixed. Of course, 
will be in the throes of a Great Depression. But it would be fixed. The problem with what they're trying to do is pretend that they're fighting for us. Because they know, oh, yeah, it's... This this financial system, it's getting ready to go again. They can't survive this. Could you imagine what J.P. Morgan would have to value these these uh, derivatives at if the Fed funds rate was 8% or 9% or 10%? Mm-hmm. They'd be worth 50 cents on the dollar, maybe 20 cents on the dollar. They'd be completely insolvent and all, all of your money would be gone. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. I'm going to give you what the specials are going to be. All of that is dependent on what happens later this afternoon at the Fed meeting. Don't touch that dot. 800 951 Gold just, just went into positive territory, but not by much. Uh, up about 20 cents here, 17, 18 and change. Silver's up five. Uh, the Dow, I don't mean to laugh, it's up 140 points on, uh, I don't know, uh, they think the, the Fed's gonna stop raising rates, I guess. Uh, but, but neither here nor there. Here's what we've got right now. $10 liberties at a thousand seventy-five, $20 gold pieces at 2140, at 800, 951, 0592. If you never bought gold, you know you need to do it. Don't worry. It's it's so easy. When you call the 800 number, one of the girls is going to answer, and and just just say, oh, this. You just have to say, I'd like to buy the special. And our girl, they're going to be okay. Well, which one would you like? I want the twenty dollars special, or I want the ten dollar gold special. Uh, whatever it may be. And then they're going to ask you a, a, a tough question. How many would you like? And you just tell them, well, I want one or five or ten. Uh, if we're going to ship it to you, we'll get all your shipping information. Uh, if you're going to, to pick up at our office here in Phoenix or our office up in Colorado, uh, then we're going to take your phone number. We're going to set an appointment. We're not a coin store. Uh, we do everything by appointment only. That way, uh, privacy is a big deal to us. Privacy is a big deal to our customers. Uh, when you're in here doing business, you don't have to worry about other people uh, looking over your shoulder. You don't have to worry about the tweakers coming in, uh, trying to pawn grandma's jewelry and all that other stuff. None of that goes on uh, when you're dealing with us here at Patriot. Uh, when you place an order, every time you place an order with us, you get a trade number. That locks you in. In other words, what that means is gold's flat right now, as I said. Let's just say the Fed comes out and makes their announcement and and gold goes up $30. You're locked in. You don't pay more. Uh, we're not going to call you up. Oh, gold went up. you got to pay more. No, you're locked in. Uh, gold, same thing. Fed goes up, makes an announcement. Gold goes down $30. You're still locked in. You're locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, you can pay by check, by bank wire, cash. Uh, you can uh, pay with credit card. We take all four, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover. Uh, we, we charge 
a credit card fee. So know that with credit, and everybody gets it. You know, everyone's got the award stuff. Uh, credit card companies add that to us. We pass that on. I, we're actually good about it. We, our fee is a lot less than everybody else. We only charge 2%, so we share the cost with you. Uh, and, and it's just that simple. It's just that easy. Uh, if we ship, we ship primarily FedEx. That's primarily how we ship uh, large, heavy quantities of silver. We may ship uh, through uh, the uh, through UPS. Uh, for those of you that want it, we also can ship U.S. Postal Service. We just don't do that a lot because, well, FedEx and UPS are just better, Jason. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, be patient if you have shipping. Sometimes the uh, shipping is, doesn't get there quite as fast as we'd like it. All kinds of things going on there, but uh, we have a stellar record of getting it there, Joe. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's rare yeah. when it doesn't and, and, again, we, we, products are there. If it's going to be longer than four or five days, we'll tell you that right up front. But normally, uh, it goes uh, very, very quickly. 800-951-0592. gold pieces at 2140 $10 pieces at 1075 That's the one ounce and the half ounce coins. God bless you. Patriot Radio News Hour.